0: And sucks. I'm your host, Destiny Adato, and with me, as always, is my co-host, wife, and sound engineer, Joy Masters. Hello. How you doing? I'm okay. I always expect you to say more.
1: <laughs> but you, you like, like what? Dan? I don't
0: know. I, I don't know. But I want, I want many words. I when I introduce you... you, I expect, I uh, expect some sort of thesis.
1: Oh, mm, I'm going to need some morning. Okay. I'll, I'll start writing for next year. Noted. Okay. Uh, <coughs>
0: <laughs> Excuse me. Mm. Um we all right, so uh you may have noticed that uh there has been a big break in between episodes, or if you're listening to this as a new listener, then you did not notice it because then
1: forget we said anything.
0: Yes. Um but for those who are more regular listeners, uh it's been a few months.
1: Well we've been busy with our, our working portions we have. of our lives. Uh working and live portions. And
0: to be perfectly honest we with you, this podcast is very emotionally hard. Um so on who?
1: I mean, what like what uh, <laughs> I, no, uh
0: so uh so i i sort of stepped away from it for a little bit uh and recently we've been getting a lot of emails from listeners and uh saying you know hey i'm so glad you do it i'm so glad this thing is happening and i realized like no we got to go back
1: yeah no those those were awesome emails actually yeah i'm not i'm not because people are going through awful things but this this just that they're connecting in that we're not doing this completely in vain i mean we are doing it for ourselves as well because it's very cathartic as you said but it's cool that someone else gets it
0: yeah Uh, i realized uh, with assuming you're a person listening with rp or a similar disease if it's rp for example there's only hundred thousand of us out there so the odds of you happening upon another rp person are pretty small unless you go to like really like meetings but if you're in the middle of nowhere there are no meetings there are no other people that you can track down uh that have rp also so it's good to have an outlet for that um yeah, totally. and people don't understand yeah and it's good for us to have that outlet of people reaching back into us and saying hey i'm going <laughs> through that thing you know because the truth of the matter is i'm in new york city and i don't run into a lot of people with rv so there's a lot of people
1: here to yeah run into.
0: i know there's eight million people uh craziness Right. So, uh, we're back. Yep. And welcome. Hello. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, have <laughs> so a coffee. Would you yeah. like some tea? Uh, do we have tea? Awesome. Yeah, of course. Uh, I drink tea all the time. Uh, so, uh, first off, uh, I'll start on a, a more positive story or whatever, or theme or idea. Okay. Um, if you if you want to call it that. Um, it's our show. Th- we can call it whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I've been trying to do is sort of get back into life. If you will, uh, as will. Uh, commercial jingly as that may sound, <laughs> uh, is go like back. by Viagra commercial? Yeah. Uh, th- get I back into not.
1: it. Get back into her. Uh, oh, I went no, I, sorry, I just
0: realized but... that the get back into life, I think, is for Depends Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> uh, sorry. So. It's still the same region. I am not pooping myself. That That's was good. not the point of this story. <laughs> uh, I am simply oh, sh- trying to get back uh, to doing a lot of the things that I did before. I sort of let the vision thing take me out. Because admittedly, when, you know, over the course of the last two years, I, I've i pulled back uh, three or four years now, actually. Yeah, um, three and a half. Uh, I, I pulled back from a lot of things that I was doing. Uh, it was much easier to hide in the apartment. And now I'm trying to be like, okay, it's not going to get any better. It's only going to get worse. But I can't just stay in the apartment all the time. Uh, I've run out of things to do. So, uh,
1: no. I, I, <laughs> I, okay. What? No. Because you, you like to do the same thing. So it's not really that you're running out.
0: Yeah. It's I can just only do those things for <laughs> so long. <laughs> right. um, so uh, I decided I was going to join uh, an improv comedy troupe. I auditioned for an improv at an improv comedy theater and I was <laughs> selected for a team. Uh,
1: Congratulations. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm very proud of you.
0: Uh, and it it didn't like... For me, when I first auditioned, it was all something that was very internally in my head. Uh, where I was like, can I still do this? Because for those people who haven't done... Uh, who don't know improv comedy, which is, again, most of the population.
1: Not in the uh, on the coast or in the middle right. in Chicago.
0: Um, basically, you go up on stage with a bunch of other people. And uh, I do long-form improv. So uh, for like at least 20, 20 minutes to half an hour... Uh, You and a group of people are making things up on the spot. You don't know what's coming up. You don't know who's who or what's happening. And you try and form a cohesive story for 25 minutes to half an hour. Based
1: off of of a suggestion from the audience. Right. You never know what you're going to get.
0: Right. You're totally making it up on on the stage. So I was like, can I still do that? Because unless I'm looking directly at somebody, I don't know what they're doing. (laughs) So uh, I decided to do it anyway. And I got selected for the team. Uh, and then we had our meet and greet uh, where I was going to meet all the people from my team for the first time. Um, and that's when it sort of hit me when I saw the expressions in their eyes.
1: Did you have your cane with you?
0: I did have my cane with me. I guess that is a vital part of the story. I would say. Um, because improv comedy, is a young man's game. Um, <laughs> let's be honest. Man? Uh, or woman. Thank you. Um, Since that's I'm, where we met right I meant, bro? I meant i meant man is in like oh humans
1: yes <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yep I'm with you. you know when I'm, they I'm say since the
0: dawn of man they don't mean men they mean humans yes but it's annoying to say dawn of humans so because i say that's how i say human <laughs> it is human
1: like human yes but human <laughs> so <laughs> sorry
0: uh that's when it sort of occurred to me that, like, here we're a bunch of, like, 23, 24-year-old, like, funny people. uh And in walks the 35-year-old guy with a cane. And instantly, everybody was like, oh, oh, man. I got stuck with the dude with the cane. The handicap? Yeah, I got stuck with the handicap guy. And, because c- here's the thing. Um,. And this is going to sound bad when I say it, but uh, I've taken a lot of classes in the city. And typically when somebody comes into the room and they are that different than everybody else, um, people tend to judge them and they're usually right. Uh, because the person's viewpoint is so far off the rest of the group that even if the person isn't bad, the person doesn't fit because their reference point is so far off. Okay. So... Um and a lot of times if you're taking a class for the first time and you're like, you know, twenty five years older than everybody else, um then <laughs> I think
1: your math is off. Uh,
0: no, I'm not twenty five years old. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like Um So I could tell that the look in their eyes was, Oh man, this sucks. Uh, that they got stuck with me and I could feel it and it really was not, it hurt, you know, I don't know a better way to say it. Uh, I'm trying like 13 different ways to say it, but it it, it hurt. Uh, And it put so much pressure on me to go off and, and when we had our first rehearsal to do well, you know, because I still don't consider myself to be like a handicapped person, you know, even though I'll make jokes about it on stage or whatever, but I don't like, I don't even think of myself as a person who wears glasses, even though I wear glasses every day, you know, because I don't (laughs) see me. So I just think of me as me. Um, And then somehow, sometimes the universe looks back at me and I go, oh, that's how the universe sees me. I was like, oh man. Um, And it was one of the first times that I really remember being looked at like on mass like that since like junior high. Because in junior high, sometimes people just look at you like you're, whatever. Well, junior high, everybody. It's junior high. Everybody hates you just for being you. Right. Uh, but this was one of the first times that, uh, that I really felt judged by it. You know, because everybody else is either people who already like me, or people I see at a bar who I don't care about. But now all of a sudden, (laughs) these are people who I wanted to like me. Right. Uh, so. I went into that first rehearsal with a lot of fear. Uh, and it was actually like a week and a half ago. And uh, fortunately, everything actually worked out really well. Uh, the rehearsal went well. Uh, I didn't use my cane during it because you can't really. Because you're, I mean, basically, you're just on a square stage. So there's nothing you're going to bump into or anything like that. It's just the other people. Uh, and, I, you know, I did it. Uh, I mean, it's, there's no question that there are going to be adjustments that are going to need to be made, you know, and I explained to other people on the team, I was like, look, if you're standing to my side, or behind me, I'm not going to know a that you're there, or b what you're doing. So I'm always going to air a little bit back further on stage. And uh, I'm always going to expect you to speak loudly from the direction that you're in so that I know that you're there. Um, But but I, part of what I guess I realized is, yes, all those people were judging me. Um, or maybe they weren't. Maybe it was all in my head. Maybe I was fearing that they were judging me and that they weren't really. I didn't poll them afterwards and say, hey, were you afraid to be on the team with me? But um, <laughs> but it seemed like by the end, the attitude changed. You know, like when I spoke to people. In what way? Um, that they were more friendly. That they were less apprehensive. Because okay. uh, I did take the train back with one of the people on the team. And I sort of brought that up, I guess, because I was looking for some sort of consoling. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and he didn't say that he was apprehensive, but he said, um, yeah, no, now that I've seen you play, I don't have any reservations. Uh, meaning that you yes. had reservations. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now you don't. Um, Good for you. Thanks. Uh, so, uh, I guess the the point of this story is just to, to share what I've been going through and, Um, to say it's like give it a go well because
1: you you i think a couple morals here i suppose are that you went out and did it you got off your comfort off your comfort zone which is the couch (laughs) yes (laughs) so that makes sense and you went out and tried something that's scary in its own right i mean anybody who anybody who's anybody one of the biggest fears that anybody's ever had is public speaking and getting on a stage and having to speak in front of people and make it up on the spot and not be a jerk is is terrifying, so you one you did that alone, yeah. but also with you know slightly defective eyes, <laughs> you did it too, so and then being able to even i think even be able- able to speak to him, the other your team member and and say something about it is also another obstacle that you overcame. Thank you, yeah, it's a lot all at once, so, <laughs> so go you.
0: Yeah, and I guess part of part of what the whole thing is is trying to figure out what what is other a sense of like what is other people reacting to me, and what is me putting thoughts in their brain.
1: Oh, totally. Well, projecting. you know what I mean. You projecting
0: me, yeah. Me projecting my own insecurities onto them.
1: I don't think you're actually putting thoughts in their brain. I think you're thinking that. No, they if have thoughts I
0: could, though, that'd be great.
1: Uh, we'd be in trouble.
0: Oh, I'd be the I'd I'd be the leader of things. <laughs> yes, you <would. laughs> if I could just put thoughts in people's heads, I would be like, "Hey, give me money, It'd be dangerous, yeah, it'd be great though,
1: but the thing is, you know you went out and did it, and it's not always bad. I mean sometimes it can be, but yeah, no. sometimes you're gonna sometimes you' feel miserable on that
0: kind of stuff, but right um but yeah. you didn't. no, and and I guess part of it also is trying to to test the boundaries of what you still can and can't do, right. you know, and Uh, and I don't feel as though I've adequately tested them yet because I haven't really done much. I just know that I'm probably able to do a little bit more than I thought I could do. And you know, we'll see if I can successfully do it. We'll see what happens when the lights are darker and the audience is there and it's real-life action because right now we're just in
1: rehearsal phase. Well, I think there's two things that it's not going to be as bad because, one, you've you've done stand-up several times quite a few times actually in the last year or so and all those places are dark so but
0: i could i could stand stationary and not respond to people
1: but my point is that you've been on stage and you've been on stage in the dark with an audience so at least part of that unknown is kind of already taken care of but i i totally understand that you're going to be moving around and there's going to be added pressure for a different type of thing
0: yeah uh also uh <laughs> in in the vein of like people not understanding um i have been shocked recently at what Uh matter how few people know what a white cane is oh yeah it is mind-boggling to me that like i have had probably three people in the last two months come up to me and say what is that and granted <laughs> uh two of them were kids <laughs> um or i mean like when i say three people i mean three different events Okay. So one of those events was two little was two like, you know, 10-year-olds. So I get that. But the other two were like full-on, full-blown adults. Right. Um and I, you know, I, again, I, w- I live in New York City.
1: We we have a large blind community. Yeah. Uh
0: and even if we didn't even if we lived in some sort of mountain community that only had radios <laughs> okay. and a few people there i still feel as though you would know what the cane is yeah um and that really it worried me because because part of what i uh, getting back to the last story a little bit is part of my fear is always that if a person doesn't understand they're immediately freaked out by something Mm -hmm. you know so whether i can do improv or not people would inherently assume that i couldn't because they don't know what i'm what i can see what i can't what's happening you know like uh most people don't understand the idea of my peripheral vision is slowly moving inward as opposed to like when you think blind you just think sunglasses uh you know what I mean? Like yeah. no, I, <laughs> you just yeah. think guy that walks into stuff and has a seeing eye dog. Um,
1: <laughs> but you do.
0: Okay. I do walk into stuff. I don't yeah. have a seeing eye dog. No. But but my point is that like that made me that made me aware of how little some people how little time some people take to think about it.
1: Yeah. Well one person, um I remember you telling me we were at makers fair in New York where they have a lot of cool technology and robots and a drum machine that can that you can control by the computer just really crazy cool stuff and someone had asked you if if you were looking for stuff underground Wasn't yeah
0: that? they thought it was like a metal detector or something like that and i was like really because <laughs> anyway it's, um yeah. and
1: then in the store we were at macy's i think yeah as you called the clothing store and you were waiting for me because i was trying to find a pair of jeans that actually fit which right. is it's hard to do but um the woman asked you if it was a golf club. In her defense, she only saw it from That's not
0: true. You keep saying that she only saw it. She from was the very tandem.
1: tiny. You sure I she know, could but see we had a
0: direct will? line. I could see her whole body and she could see my whole body okay. from where I was standing. All right. You and could just only see.
1: Alright. But she thought it was a golf club.
0: She thought it was a golf club, yes.
1: Even though the end of it was a ball. Right. Maybe she's just not a golfer.
0: No, I I know, but <laughs> it's a <laughs> but like I don't know. I just I don't know how you haven't seen one before. Yeah. You know? That's true. Uh and regardless am i wandering around macy's like feeling around with a golf club like i mean i don't know it i know it, my point is that people know less than we think they do
1: you know what i mean They're, like th- it's less it's less part of their it, i don't know not consciousness but part of their world i guess yeah less less they just don't think about it
0: Right, But uh, it's,
1: it's in our daily lives, so we're a little bit... A right. Lot I, I'm more. not
0: saying I thought about it all the time. <laughs> but no, I know. Beforehand, but, but I definitely would have been able to spot a person with a cane or not. Every once in a while, I'll have a situation where somebody's got like the rolling ball like I do, mm-hmm. and they're walking behind me. And I don't think that it's the rolling ball. I think that it's rolling luggage. And that... Oh because God.
1: you heard it. Not because you saw right, it. Right.
0: Because I heard it. Like, so I, I just hear the rolling behind me and i think it's rolly luggage and i'm like why are you walking so close behind me stop it and then <laughs> i turn around and go oh of all people in the world i should have been able to pick up on that and i didn't and i'm done
1: well there's a, a sketch by one of our friendly sketch groups right? yeah elephant larry if you don't mind me saying that they have uh, no it's fearsome oh is it fearsome it is fearsome. oh i'm sorry it was fearsome yeah well uh, also where, one where of it's, our two,
0: it's two blind people with uh with canes who walk into each other uh
1: and start a fight.
0: Yeah. And start a fight because they both assume that the other person can see the fact that they are blind, <laughs> right. but and because they are both blind, <laughs> they cannot.
1: <laughs> so that's what I envision happening when you're like, why are you walking so close to I me? Mean, you just turn around with a cane and you hit canes and you're both like fighting with each other.
0: Yeah. But uh, that's my opinion. So I guess part of that is just trying, Is my, part of my thing is uh, realize that a lot of the people around you probably don't know what you are going through and yeah. um, you can educate them. Uh,
1: by hitting them with your cane. It's like, yeah, this is a cane. <laughs> <That's what laughs> yeah, can yeah, that is the that.
0: other thing that blows my mind is the number of people who just like cut me off.
1: Oh my and God. And stuff like that.
0: And I'm like, really? You don't know whether or not I can see you. It you just cut matter. off a blind man.
1: Yeah. You got a cane. It means you need help. So s- give them room. Yeah.
0: You're a oh my goodness. jerk.
1: Well, on that vein, I am, and I don't know if I've, I don't know why I've been noticing it more and more lately, but everybody's been looking at us. When we're together anyway. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Now
0: now I know what it's like to be a hot check. Because <laughs> I cannot <laughs> walk down the street without people looking at the cane and then looking up at me. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not making suggestive sexual sounds.
1: That you but, can tell.
0: That I can tell. But they are definitely checking out <laughs> what's going on.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and all kinds of people. Yeah. O- always kids. Kids always look. And they tend to look longer. Adults look, too, though. Yeah, all kinds—women, men, all different sizes, shapes, colors, everything, different types of clothing. They're all looking, and at, at first, part of me is like, you know what? I'm just not gonna. I'm gonna pretend everything's normal. Yeah, I'm not gonna give them anything because, duh, what do you think it is? But then there's some that just stare longer, and I'm like, what is your problem? <sighs> Are you rude? I can see. I'm not the one with cane. I can see that you're staring at us. Don't be rude.
0: But but there is that inherent thing. Which I always worry that is confusing to people. They're like, wait a minute. That dude's got a cane, but he's wearing glasses. Why is he wearing glasses? I didn't think of if that. If he's got a cane, he's either blind.
1: Or, or he- a liar.
0: Yeah. Uh, which somebody did. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast, but somebody did yell faker to me as I yeah, was crossing the street. I don't think
1: street. we did talk about that. You yeah. Were, you were walking along and it was a bunch of, I mean... It was a bunch of, kind of, like, frat-looking guys. Yeah, they were totally
0: uh, But they were, like, post-college frat guys. Um, so, like, you know, a bunch of, like, dude dudes. Um, dude bro, Dude yeah. bro. Uh <laughs> And I walked by him, and the guy was, like, faker, like, clearly me. But then, like, by the time it registered, and... and to you. Yeah. time it was, yeah, was about you. I was walking the opposite direction, so by the time it registered, like, he was gone. Right. Um, So I didn't get a chance to respond. And I wasn't mad. Mm. I was just really confused. What brings you to that? You know, like what would make you yell that out to a guy on the street? Uh, Anyway.
1: Yeah, because you wanted to go and ask him what his motivation was. And if I was there. You would have punched him. I would have totally gone after him and kicked him in the balls. I wanted wanted to know what
0: ran through his head that made him yell out to a person.
1: Right. Like, do you think that's a chick magnet or like, why would you be faking? Right. Why would, why would someone be faking? And why would he, why would he right. think?
0: And that's that? a fear. That is, that is a fear that I have is that people will see me with the glasses and the cane and think that guy's guy is a faker. And then somebody actually yelled it out. And I was like, what?
1: <laughs> just confirmed your fear. That was a
0: dumb fear. And now you just did it. Uh, yeah. So to get to the last uh, thing, I saved the, uh, the more upsetting thing for the last thing. Um, And it's something that uh, I don't know if other people have experienced, but uh, something that I have probably just recently started experiencing uh, in the last, I would say, three weeks to a month. Um, And that is occasional loss of center vision. Hmm. Uh, Because I'm at about nine degrees in either eye. And... I take those nine degrees very, very seriously.
1: Yeah, you don't joke with them at all. I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But I've noticed that if I end up being on the computer too long or occasionally if I'm really tired or whatever, um, I will lose center vision as as well. Uh, And like in the morning for the first probably 10 minutes of every day, uh, I can't really see that well out of the center vision either. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and in the morning, I always know it's coming back. You know what I mean? In the morning, I just feel like maybe my eyes just sleep in a little bit longer than the rest of my body <laughs> does.
1: Well, they have to do more work during the day than the rest of your body. so Yeah. Makes sense.
0: Uh, but in the evenings when it happens or during the day when it happens, uh, it is fucked up, man. It is. Uh, I apologize for the, for the language, but it is... Uh, because it seems so not fair, you know. Like the condition is peripheral vision, and I've accepted that. I don't like it, but I've accepted it. Um, okay. I thought you were gonna ma- say I, something because you made a noise. I
1: did. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, because I the other the other form of RP or the other affliction that RP could be instead of the outer vision is the center vision.
0: Right, macular degeneration. You sure that's not? No, RP is just peripheral and macro degeneration is center out.
1: Oh, sorry. No problem.
0: Um, As far as I know, you could be right, but I, that's how I understood You're it.
1: You're the smarter one, so probably not.
0: No, I'm not. Um, so, yeah. So I don't know if other people have experienced it. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one on the planet that's experienced it, but, uh, but it is one of those things that just in a world of unfairness seems like that much more unfair. You know, and, and I know what it. Is. I know that it's my eyes are tired and they're strained. And it's, you know, and it's just my eyes way of saying, hey, cool it. But and, you know, like I started playing Starcraft 2. I'll admit it. <laughs> uh, it's a really fun game. And I suggest you check it out. Um, uh, You can buy it for fifty nine ninety nine online. Download it. It's a good time. Um, play with Dustin. Yeah, play. Uh, yeah, no. I don't have any friends on there. So you want,
1: you want to tell them your handle? Whatever you call it? No, I'm not. Okay. Um, I want to say it's so bad.
0: Too bad. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, my my point being is that I've discovered that if I play the game for more than an hour or so, uh, it happens because you have to stare at the screen nonstop, uh, in order to play the game successfully, and I was like, okay, well, I just won't play the game for like an hour, more than an hour. Uh, it's like, no. I want to play the game for more than an hour, though. Like, that's crap. You know? Like, I've put up with all this other stuff. i put up with the fact that I need to use a cane when I'm walking at night. Or during the day, sometimes. I, uh, You know? I've put up with the fact that I can't drive a car and I'm stuck in the city. But, like, I just want to be able to play a stupid video game in my apartment when I'm sitting down stationary. And now I can't have that? That's bullshit. It, It just it's annoying I, don't, I i wish i had more eloquent words to put it but it just seems like an extra dick move that rp tries to throw in on you yep. again you looked like you were gonna <laughs> say some words i
1: know i don't i don't know what to say because I, I i my natural inclination is say but you could do this or but why not this but i mean if you feel crappy there's nothing i can say that's gonna stop it from well, feeling what could crappy. i d- what could i do only play for an hour a time. Take a 20-minute break. Rest your eyes.
0: But that's not always how the game
1: works. Once you're done with whatever game, just make sure before you start another one, because I know you've played several in a row, you take a break first before you jump in for the next one. Because last night you were very upset. You went to bed early, which you'd never do, because you couldn't see the TV. And it's a 57-inch TV, so it's not like... It's not, you can't miss it. <laughs> you know? And and it upset me and I I know I was short with you but it's because I was upset because there was nothing I could do and I felt like it was getting worse and I was upset because you were so what I want to say to you is don't be stupid take a break and rest yourself but it doesn't make it any less sucky and there's nothing I can do to help you okay (laughs) so that's why I stopped when I said when I was about to say something that's why I stopped because there's nothing I mean I can just say And you don't
0: want to hear it. Well, no, I, but I mean, I do. You, uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> I mean.
1: <laughs> I know I'm right, but it doesn't make any difference.
0: Yeah, no, but I mean, it, it is the like, but it is that argument. It is a like constant argument of like, I want to be able to do these things. And you're like, well, you could do all these other things. And then that would help. And that's like, yes, but that is not what I want to do. I want to do this specific thing. So, if I can't do this specific thing, I'm going to be mad. Whether or not I could move around it. Whether or not I can adjust to it. Um, Yes, all those things are possible. I could adjust to it. But you get to a point where you're like, I have adjusted enough. (laughs) Now is the time for things to adjust back towards me. But unfortunately, the universe does not play by the rules that I have set for it. (laughs) It has its own... Other stupid rules that do not involve karmic justice for me. So, you deal with it. And you get mad sometimes. Yeah. So, here we are. Uh, Anyway.
1: Frustrated and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cranky.
0: Yeah. Uh, no. I, would,
1: I would be interested, though, like what you were saying before, uh, I would be interested to hear what other people have gone through, what steps they've taken or what things they've tried that, you know, that they were afraid to or thought they couldn't and how that went because I'm sure there's a a myriad of different outcomes and Mm -hmm. responses
0: for example I tried to play volleyball and I discovered I can't when did you on our honeymoon we tried to play volleyball oh right I discovered that I can't because you have to keep looking up and around and all over the place and it just doesn't work
1: it's very hard and it it was a white ball and like a gray sky so there's no way you had no chance
0: but I can play tennis yeah hmm because it's because i can follow the ball i just can't play net because then somebody will hit me in the face with the ball oh so i can play back in tennis okay um
1: and you can like play golf if someone else helps you follow yeah it's a lot less pressure is. yeah
0: because uh, you just say hey i don't know where the ball is gonna go so <laughs> it's on you guys
1: you have to figure out where it lands
0: yeah and then if you hit it someplace that you can't find it you just go well blind rules I'll just drop another (laughs) ball here. Are you really going to penalize me for losing a ball if I'm a blind person? Penalize. So, bonus.
1: Okay. So, Uh, it's like Captain and Crew, but blind man and crew.
0: Yeah. I don't know what that means, but okay. Oh, you never
1: played Captain and Crew? That's the only way I played golf because I'm terrible at it and I actually don't like it. But um, having worked at a golf course, golfers tend to be mean sometimes to the people that work there and use them as targets. But when I play with my brother and my father, what we do is, you know, we'd all tee off and whoever gets closest to where we want to go towards the green mm-hmm. everybody would move their ball to that so you okay. follow the captain's ball in a sense but but whoever got the closest would be the captain in a sense at, for okay. each hit okay so, and i was much better at putting so um i ended up they ended up going with my balls <laughs> on the <laughs> green nice yeah captain group
0: all right uh well that's our episode for this week oh um hopefully uh we'll be doing them more regularly in yeah. the coming future uh thank you for listening and thank uh, you yep and thank you for for co-hosting with me
1: yeah yeah i, I tried not to interrupt too much
0: uh, no please interrupt all you want
1: huh? oh you don't want that because <laughs> there were so many times i hope back uh all
0: right well okay. thank you guys for listening and we'll talk to you soon